Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. <laughs> um, if you'd like to be part of the show, text us on eight twelve fifteen and uh, or turn up. No, don't turn okay. up. You know what happened last time. Oh, yeah. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or page me. <laughs> you know, if it's if it's urgent, page me by all means. I'll switch that on actually. Just got it hooked on my belt. Or MySpace. You're a big fan of MySpace. MySpace, I, I like. Or mm. you can um, LinkedIn. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why don't you do that? <laughs> I've never accepted a LinkedIn yet. Me neither. Nor have I. No, don't what, even ask. What happens with it? Emma, who used to produce this show, lovely woman, everything to live for. <laughs> but please stop sending me LinkedIn. It made me go off her, and I love that girl. Yeah. Well, I don't think you've ever. I don't think you ever turned the corner after that, did you? No. Certainly, yeah. What happens if you do accept a LinkedIn? Well, then you're, you're on LinkedIn it. forever. So I've been on some terrible cyber chain gang. Oh, where they that. go, you go. Also, you two are exempt. It's humiliating for celebrities <laughs> to be on LinkedIn. What well, are going to be oh, linked yeah. with? Got Quan? I appeared on a show with him once. Is that how it works? Yeah. So it's, you two would have like to be Kevin linked Bacon's, with other celebrities. Um, Fifteen stages of advertising. Six degrees of credibility. Separation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never remember that. You know, there are some things you just can't remember. It took yeah. me years. Fatal Attraction, I could never remember the name. It was only by thinking Football Association that I've managed to grasp it regularly. Oh, really? Yeah. It's and I've been grasping it regularly <laughs> ever since. <laughs> Good night! <laughs> <laughs> the word acrimonious was the tricky one for me. You know when they right? say they had an acrimonious divorce and I always used to read it and think, is that the good one or the bad one? I can't. Oh. Isn't it? There's just some people yeah. whose name I can... And, and people who I get mixed up with other people... Christopher Plummer, Terence Stamp. To me, they're the same person. Yeah. yeah I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> and relax. <laughs> OK, so um, here we go for other way. Um, that sound you can hear is me scratching. Get over it. It's early in the morning. I bet half our listeners are scratching as What's we that speak. Being that yeah. little gorilla sanctuary. Yeah. Have you ever been in a gorilla sanctuary? <laughs> no, but you have. Well, uh, and I you had the extraordinary experience. I imagine it's experience. profoundly misty in there. Mm-hmm. They love a bit of mist. They do. They, oh, they, do. Love yeah. they live for it. The I saw Can one in the I body shop the other week buying some. Sorry. <laughs> the one thing issue I have, they're not very hard bodied, the gorilla. No. They well, they, they don't work out very much, do they? There's a lot of excess got, flesh. There's that tyre in the corner. They must, <laughs> I've never seen a Mali, but they must use it occasionally. <laughs> now, they, they, they're very pensive, I find, at oh, the zoo. Yeah. They, they seem to sit and stare and i've always been amazed at how similar a real gorilla is to someone in a gorilla suit yes normally an animal suit is nothing like a, you see a pantomime horse and a horse uh-huh. i mean that, you, you wouldn't guess they were the same species yeah but a gorilla is not that different from a gorilla suit yeah i'd have trouble telling them apart yeah and no. i have but let's not talk about that you're not a proper zoologist though are you <laughs> i mean they probably can no but I, you know what i know about theatrical costumes <laughs> actually he's something of a doctor do literally talks to the animals do you yeah, yeah i do i'm not saying they're terribly responsive <laughs> yeah i say stuff like get under get under <laughs> get put that you know when they do that and the dog won't look at you, the dog looks around the side like it hasn't noticed you when you're telling them off. You ever get that yeah. with a dog and they mm-hmm. won't look you in the eye? Well, our, our dog looks guilty. You come back in the they room They look and probably guilty. Oh, the guilt. 
she's finished a cup of tea usually. <laughs> it usually means that you've gone upstairs and then suddenly you come back down and your cup of tea's gone. And the, I did that. I was at that. Do animals feel shame? No, I'm intrigued. Do animals feel shame? That's today's texting, yeah. Do animals feel shame? You know when cats fall off and then they look really sort of mortificado, they look embarrassed, they can't quite meet your eye. Because they've when lost. They fall off. Or if they fall off a ledge or something and they land and they wobble a bit, they look a bit like they've lost cool yeah. points. It's like that terrible moment at the end of gymnastics. It's all gone well. <laughs> and then yeah. just when they did the landing, one foot goes slightly to the side and comes back again. They feel shame for that, though. Oh. Yeah, well, I imagine a cat has got a similar standards to yeah. live up to. Mm. Well, there's all those other cats waiting to give them marks, isn't there? And they've done it. <laughs> you know, they're, they're all I think you're living in some sort of uh, cloud cuckoo land. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What a week I've had. Oh. I went. I, I think I, um, I, I, I let out a bit of a teaser last week on the show that I was going to do St Paul's on Saturday night. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's your cathedral's tour. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was interviewed. Um, not not two foot from where Margaret Thatcher's coffin stood on wednesday right by that central bit under the dome fabulous it wasn't there was it it wasn't there i was gonna no. say it's been a busy oh, week or God, I thought that was a coffee table was it all right to put the water <laughs> on <laughs> no it wasn't there um and uh Anateru turned up do you oh. remember we had an email last week from uh, a couple who were coming over from sydney for the weekend yes yeah yes. they turned up no yeah yeah, and come up to me after and, and said. Yeah. They've emailed again. Have they? Say that they saw you on your uh, on your church. Well, tour. I wonder if yeah. they refer to the fact that he said um, uh, he said that yeah, I listen to uh, I listen to the show on in a Monday oh. morning. He said, and if it's good, I will listen to it Tuesday and Wednesday as well. If it isn't, I I, I just listen to it on the <laughs> Monday. Oh. <laughs> said that to me in a place of worship. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he well, broke to, me. He broke me like a reed. At least you finally got to meet one of the Sony judges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have come that far. Uh, but, yeah, they shouldn't have returned that dog mess I sent them either. <laughs> you know, that was a gift. I'm getting angry about it as the days go on. But it was quite exciting doing St Paul's. I got a bit of, I got a oh. bit of a tour and stuff. He's got his tour. He's, it's, um, it's called uh, Living on a Prayer, his tour. That's yeah. a good that's title for it. Yeah, church's I'm, tour. I'm, I'm pleased with it. He's, uh, he's emailed saying, uh, Dear Mr Radio, Miss Emily and Mr C, thanks for the advice on using the spaced out experience from our flight from Sydney. On Sunday we went to the Natural History Museum, the V&A and to St Paul's to hear Frank. My memory of it all is Frank riding into St Paul's on a dinosaur dressed as Ziggy Stardust. Frank was wearing a suit. Oh, is that because he was spaced out from the jet? He was spaced out from the jet. Oh. Sp- that's what we spoke of, that thing. Well, well either I that or he it. was on prescription medication. I get it. Now. No, I said to him, since I, I no longer drink, smoke or do drugs of any kind, sometimes I'll just take a long call flight to uh, mm-hmm. Sydney just to, just to get high. Just for the uh, buzz. Just to get strung out. <laughs> strung out. Yeah. <laughs> no, they seem like a very nice couple, I must say. Well, and he's I- pointed out to me as a PS, Alan Pencils are three for the price of two at Harrods. That's nice of him, isn't it? Yeah, but what are the price of two at Harrods? Exactly. I stay in a lot of hotels, I get free pencils. Oh, and you get price a... of this and that. <laughs> price of everything, value of nothing, you I wonder two. if you can get uh, a snowstorm with the um, Dodie and Diana shrine. Oh, God. On it. That'd be, that's a mechanised paperweight. 
Um, so, uh, meanwhile, it, uh, meanwhile, over in St Paul's, as they say on Sex in the City... So the yeah. sort of director of music is a very nice bloke indeed. Um, he said, I've just got to get chained, get me cassock on. Oh. Um, which you never get for a normal gig. No one no. ever says that. No. And uh, he said, uh, I'll leave you in the crypt. Um, so I was down in the crypt on my own. It wasn't that well lit. It was a bit frightening, but it's brilliant down there. Nelson is down there. Really? Oh. Um, Duke of Wellington. He's got a big tomb. Yes, I've oh. seen his tomb. I've oh. had a little poke around his tomb. Yeah. <laughs> but my own particular favourite, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, he's oh, there, yeah. is he? And he's got a little bust, which I've always liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little... Just a little what you've got. Just a little bust of <laughs> him, there is. It, and, um... Any more than that. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he, I, it struck me, you never get people anymore who are somebody of a place. You see how they're known. You know, they used to be like Clive of India. Oh, and, yes. uh, Frank, Mon- of, Frank of Birmingham. Mon- you don't get them, do you? <laughs> Montgomery of El Alamein. No. Can we call you Frank of Birmingham? No, you can't. Oh, please. That would be good. I'm not actually from Birmingham, either. I'm oh, from dear. West Bromwich. Frank of West Bromwich. Jenny yeah. from the block is about as close <laughs> as you get nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> but what, is there anyone now who's known as somebody of, some, of somewhere? Prince of Wales. You're right. Yes, Prince you're right, Royals, that's it. But Prince of Wales is not... His name is not Prince, is mm. he? No, it's not. If, he's, if Prince, Prince was known as Prince of Wales... <laughs> Prince, Prince of America. Yeah, that would be a, a geographical error of some note. But yeah. that's the kind of thing, I mean, I, was try- I can't think of anyone. Is that today's texting? Yes. No, I think today's texting should be, what's the most exciting celebrity grave you've visited? <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's fair enough, isn't it? <laughs> what about do animals feel shame? Um, well, we can have both of them running. Do animals feel shame? As there hasn't been a, a, an avalanche of response no. to that so far. But most people, I think, have visited an exciting celebrity grave, and I'd just like to know, because, you know, I, I might go and visit myself on the strength of. Mm. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a few... Um, Exciting celebrity grave tips. We've had various texts in, actually, right. according to the many strands that we've already got running. Yeah. Um, but somebody's uh, texted in Jan Venegor of Hesselink, which I think might be um, an answer to your question of the names. Oh, people are now. Oh, of, of actually, somewhere. it's just come in again. He's a footballer. Oh. There we go. Is he? Yeah. Is that the club he plays for, though, or is that his uh, actual name? Someone said, "Dear Frank and team, Jan Venegor of Hesselink, footballer, Neil Edinburgh." Mm. Neil Edinburgh, is that another one? That's another <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. And re uh, celebrity graves people have visited. Neil oh. Edinburgh is the new um, religious push that they've got on in Scotland to get <laughs> everyone right, back yeah. to church. Yeah. Snappy poster campaign. That's yeah. going to be no. That's the Edinburgh leg of your tour. I yeah, think. exactly. <laughs> tour. It, it was has been in the past. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, I hated those days. Much yes. preferring cast around. Nine seven two. I went to see Noel Gordon's grave. Oh. It was at Ross on Y. Is it really at Ross on After Wye? visiting findagrave.com. No. Nick and Burntwood. That's There's an interesting not, chap. Not genuinely a website for such things, is no, there? No, it's, 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 I've visited several celebrity graves. I went to Edith Piaf's grave in the, that... What's that big um, cemetery in Paris where Oscar Wilde is and stuff? I think, oh yes, the Pierre Lachaise cemetery. Yeah, it's something like, something like, <laughs> <laughs> and it might be, it's Pierre Lachaise. But anyway, um, I went there, and uh, somebody puts, every day, somebody puts a fresh lily on the oh, grave. Yeah. 
Oh, on Oscar Wilde. That's it with gay men. You see, they they, are, um, they like a routine. That's no. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oscar that's Wilde is there covered in lipstick. That's Del Winton is, who does that. I heard a rumour uh, every morning. Yeah. yeah. What the lipstick on uh, the Oscar oh, Wilde it, thing? It's the Eurostar. Nine six six. Charles Darwin and Isaac Newton buried in Westminster Abbey in a lovely religion slash science juxtaposition. Yeah, it's true. Crack, cracking graves and big celeb names to boot. Charles Darwin's got a tyre. Funnison, hanging, <laughs> hanging on a rope. Has he? Yeah, for us, for us all to play on in our <laughs> early days. Uh, Marilyn Monroe, Westwood Cemetery, uh, Los Angeles. That's... I wonder what. I bet she's one of those that doesn't have a monument. Because if we, if there oh, was, a, if yeah. there was a monument, we'd have seen it, wouldn't we, Marilyn Monroe? Probably, yeah. Yes. Annie, I visited Phil Linus. Not Annie. No. <laughs> Not I thought no. she was a fictional character. We can't do fiction, can we? I visited Phil Lynott's grave in Dublin. Oh, yeah, Thin Lizzy. Not a fan, but happened to be around. <laughs> I love that. I love mm. the passing traffic at the celebrity grave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? I didn't even mean to go, just stumbled across it. <laughs> Might as well. I Have used to live next door to Karl Marx's grave. You when did? I was a child, yeah, we played in and around it often. You did? Imposing figure he was. Yeah, I don't it think, I don't think it's like life size, that head. <laughs> <laughs> Howard uh, Wilson's what? grave on Sillies. Lovely seashells all around. Harold Wilson, who did it? No, Howard. Howard Wilson. Howard Wilson, not Harold. No, it must be Harold, because Harold used to holiday in the Sillies. All right. It's a mistake. Right? So it's a typo. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. 649. Yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. It's funny. Can I, on the subject of death, which I don't think is discussed enough on commercial radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we were looking at, well, I'm looking at houses at the moment. You know, oh, because we need a, I need to get a garden for the... Expanding the portfolio. I need a garden for the boy, you know. Yes, you need the you jump, jumpers garden. for goalposts you got to kick about. They need a bit of... They need a garden. You anyway, proper we were looking at some yeah. places, and, and Kat said, oh, I don't want to... I've looked up this place on the on the internet. Kat is my girlfriend. I looked... Yeah. At, she said, and it was... Uh, it's on the site of a mortuary. Oh, God. Don't fancy it. And I must admit, it did put me off a bit. When you say it? on the site, what, in the grounds? It, no, it used to be a mortuary. Oh, God. And, mm. and, I, and I said, oh, yeah, I, that, might, that might freak me out. I said, but hold on, you, you don't believe in, you know, you're an atheist, you don't believe in anything, so why does that bother you? She said, oh, I think there might be bacteria in the soil. <laughs> <laughs> might be good for the soil. It might be. Could be great for the garden. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Good maybe though. maybe it's worth a think after all. We can. Mm. Uh, that, that I think be true. Save us a fortune in uh, horse droppings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how much they are now, but I bet someone will send in and let us know. Oh, if I, I want to buy, so. say, fifty-six pound of horse droppings, <laughs> what's that going to take me back? That's what I want to know. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've got a couple more celebrity grave visits. 837, Billy Butlin's Shrine in St John's, Jersey. Very elaborate grave, worth the walk to see it. Oh, Billy Butlin, of course, was as in Butlins. Yes, mm. who uh, used to employ me for a couple of summers. Is that right? Yeah, I was Lurch. Did you used to, uh, you were Lurch? My nickname was Lurch when I was a redcoat. So oh, God, I've that's signed, so cruel. I signed <laughs> people, more autographs as Lurch than I have as Alan Cochran. Did you? <laughs> yeah, because kids what, like... four? <laughs> Lurch, in case you don't know, was the butler in the Adams family. And I am a man of a certain height and corpse-like appearance. So I wouldn't say corpse-like, kind of but you're a little bit frightening. 
Alan, Time. you might be known as Lurch of Butlins. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would all work. That would be very fine. Yeah. Yeah. Any other uh, celebrity grave visits? Uh, yes, somebody has <laughs> texted Evita Peron in Buenos Aires from oh. Susan in Cambridge. That's good. Um, I hope she didn't cry. Probably. Because oh, yeah. she's been expressly forbidden not to. <laughs> <laughs> 464, Frank, I visited Rod Hull's grave in Adelston, Surrey. What, now, I'll tell you what would terrify me about visiting Rod Hall's grave. You know that moment in Carrie when the hands come through? Yeah. There? It's <laughs> emu suddenly oh, coming up. Yeah. Oh, gone, taking you by the... and dragging you in. I hope he has a little grave next to him. Oh, that'd be lovely. I think yeah. Emu's still working, though, isn't he? Is it one of those when um, someone that someone's inherited Emu, oh, like they did with oh, Sooty? Emu adopted a oh, sort really? of keep calm and carry on approach. Yeah, exactly. Emu um, started his own band. Yeah. Love that, I well, you learn a lot on this show. Mm. Um, we also had uh, a text in that I wanted to read to you, but I now can't find because more people have been texting in other things, which is well, yeah. So irritating. stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> stop cluttering things. <laughs> um, Don't put them off. Somebody texted saying, "Frank, people still do that," but I didn't know what he was referring to. So if that person can tell me what he was on about, I'd be interested. Frank, people still do that. And again, someone's just texted, um, "My dad paid." What's that? Well, well, certainly not. Certainly not my dad. Why can't people <laughs> explain? Or mine? Um, <laughs> <laughs> why can't people explain what they're talking about? That would be. That's easier. not from Hugh Grant's child, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got to let that incident go. That's what I think. Keep going on about it. What? Uh, Donald Duck is buried in Bishop Burton graveyard, East Yorkshire. Not the Disney character, but it always makes. The oh, not the Disney character. No. Oh, I thought obviously it was the Disney character. <laughs> but that sounds like there's an actual Donald Duck, a Mr. Donald Duck. Yeah. That was. You wouldn't have thought that, would you? No. What are the chances of that happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Apparently, mm. that was his last. Uh, oh so, no. The Duck family are listening. Our thoughts are with you. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, in some, over in St Paul's, did yeah. you enjoy your your tour? It was great, was it? It's a good house. Was did it? Did you have a warm up act on? Or well, uh, what would happen is that I we'd talk for a bit, mm-hmm. and then they'd uh, someone there was a, a, a singer and a piano player, and they'd do some singing. Bark, you say, oh, oh yeah, and then there'd be like a, a poem by Thomas Merton, nice reading from the Bible, and with me in between. Right. I'm, I'm going um, I'm doing some gigs this week. I'm thinking I might incorporate uh, incorporate yeah. as a general structure. Do they pay well? <laughs> um, it was free. The collection was oh. it? The collection? The no, end? there wasn't even a collection. That would have been. A, they could have had a collection. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. But you know, I didn't make any bones about it. Certainly not in the crypt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went also this week. I went to see um, the Scottish play, as it's oh. known, Macbeth. Yeah, you've oh. said, said that, don't you? I've said, I've oh, said. that James McAvoy. James McAvoy was in it with now, the blue eyes. Is that the one um, where he had stage rage? Yes. Yes, he someone shouted. filmed him or something. Mm. And he hates being filmed. That film star. Yeah. yeah <laughs> one of his worst things. I felt sorry for that punter, though. There's nothing worse than being told off by a celebrity. Uh, it's awful. Well, I... Um, it's very in the round. They're, they're very close. They, I think some of them probably got a bit splattered because it's one of those with a lot of blood knocking oh, around. Really? It's a lot of blood. You know, people. Some people do Macbeth and they think, "Let's get the blood out." It's it's a very yeah. male sort of. And for me, too Scottish. 
Too Scottish. <laughs> the Scottish play was too Scottish. It was. It was, too Sco- it was too Scottish. I mean, you can see how they've gone that way. James McAvoy, too Scottish, Frank Skinner. <laughs> what were they doing? Eating shortbreads? No, dancing on they, swords, they, they were talking. <laughs> they were talking Scottish. <laughs> talking Scottish. You sound like a person that's read train spotting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They were saying, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow keeps in the spare pace. And you think, don't do it like that. It's too Scottish. <laughs> it's Scottish. It's no, a Scottish play. So what? So what? Well, so what? All right, do it, do it Welsh. Do it in RP if you heard, want. Have you ever Scottish. heard Hamlet say, to be or not to be? <laughs> that is the question. He doesn't do it Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the Moor of Venice <laughs> saying, uh, well, I was a lovely desert on. Just keep, just don't Maybe do it should. like that. Oh, I like that. So, so Scottish. (laughs) (laughs) I blame McAvoy. He's coming and he thought, this is my chance to be Scottish, because often in films, you know, people don't want it. Are you suggesting it's his Martin McCutcheon moment? (laughs) I think it's his moment when he he thinks he's going to get back. He's, um, you know, he's... Was it modern dress, Frank? It was, I'll tell you what, it was modern. Because I don't like Coriolanus in a a T-shirt. I'd say it was sort of homeless chic. (laughs) It was, it looked like there'd been, it was sort of post-nuclear, everyone was in, um, oh, right, yeah, yeah. everyone was very, uh, shabbily dressed. Oh. Uh, shabbily dressed and too Scottish, thanks, you know. Very <laughs> male. Like a great night out They were very physical. You know when you walk, you know when you ever drive past a school and oh, there's right. kids outside sort of wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. And stuff, and Horse one always play. looks like they want to and one always looks like they don't really, they're being picked on. They mm. were like that, the actors were like that all the time. Oh, right. Like wrestling and shoving each you know other about. what he's about. upset about? No cloaks. Oh, yeah. I don't think there was a cloak in the whole thing, <laughs> actually. Because they don't like a cloak up there, let's face it. Kilt, they like. I don't think there was a kilt either. Was there a dagger? Surely there was a dagger. Oh, God, there was a dagger. It was meant but, to be. You know, there was a dagger, but I, I was damned if I could see it. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. We've had a lot of celebrity graves coming in, Frank. Some great oh, ones. Eight nine zero, famous graves visited, and they put famous in inverted commas, which I like. Whilst visiting local area, Russell Harty in Giggleswick, Yorkshire. Yeah, Buster Buster Merrifield. Wow. In Verwood, New Forest. These are like real modern ones, aren't they? The, yeah. the soil has yet settled on these. Mm-hmm. Emmeline Pankhurst in West Brompton Cemetery. Touchy subject there are always, in our house. There are always <laughs> fresh flowers there. Kath put those there. Now, um, Kath and her sister were writing a... Oh, yeah. A, a sitcom um, based on the suffragettes. Right. And then one one come out. Oh. There's one out now. Oh. So there's oh. a lot of work wasted. Oh, yeah. I don't mention the suffragettes in our house. <laughs> if no. you think of the many odd and wondrous taboo subjects that are in the British <laughs> domestic home, there can't be many where the votes the for women movement is no. so sensitive. <laughs> Uh, on your uh, outburst regarding the, seeing the Scottish play and it being too Scottish, mm. we've had a text. Hi, Frank, don't watch the film Kez. You'll find it too northern. No, but you from see... Of well, I think we know I'll find it too northern. Well, I haven't not, seen it yet. Not getting Never my seen point Kez. here. Well, I've seen Kez and I know what he means. But <laughs> <laughs> Kez is a film set in the north. I'm fine with that. But Shakespeare 
people, the whole point about Shakespeare is the universal truth, so you don't want to make it too specific. Yes, I've got nothing right. against the Scottish. I'm Anybody? very happy to watch um, Brave, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it be Scottish, that's fine. But Macbeth, leave it alone. Okay. <laughs> I also went to the cinema this week to see a film, the name of which I don't remember, it's got yes. pines in it, it's got the word pines. Oh, that's the Ryan Gosling. Yes. Yeah. Any good? Don't have a film where the title is so long, it's not memorisable. The Place Beyond the Pines. Because your word of mouth is... Is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. Okay. The Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah, yeah it's about... Um, uh, uh, what happens is a bloke um, works in Ikea and he's <laughs> sacked <laughs> and oh, he leaves no. a fish um, in one of the stores to, to stink the place out. Oh, no. And it's about the, the, the search for this, where the smell's coming where from. Where the place oh, is. Oh, no. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, I didn't say. Well, I'm not telling you what the uh, what the conclusion. We know the fish's place. But um, <laughs> yes, exactly. I know a few of us know our place. Yeah. So I went to see um, the the pine um, place beyond the pines. Place beyond the pines, and it isn't really set in IKEA. No. Oh, I made that up. It's uh, Ryan Gosling, isn't oh. it? Oh. Mm. Apparently, his father's buried in uh, in that cemetery. Oh, that's done all. Anyway, Ryan, Ryan uh, Gosling. Lovely. Uh, Do you think he's handsome, Frank? I, yeah, I think oh, he's yeah. handsome oh. in yeah. a um, dead before he's 30 kind of a way. You know what I mean? He looks oh. like he lives like, the wild life to me. Oh, lovely. I don't know how old he is. He might be over 30. I don't know. He's, it might have been makeup, but he looked a reckless character in this. <laughs> it was. Uh, but anyway, before we went in, I went up for me popcorn. Did you? Oh. Yeah. Bob Geldof loomed out the shadows. No, so, um, <laughs> was he in the shadows? Hank Marvin. He just, he'd have been a dishevelled um, figure with them in their lovely dog tooth check suits. Anyway, <laughs> there's a bloke ahead of me and he said, um, I'll have um, a, a bar of uh, green and black, is it called? The yeah. Oh, yeah. Thought, organic well, you know, chocolate. Fair enough, I nice. suppose. Quieter than popcorn. And he said, um, and I'll have a glass of uh, Chablis. What? Oh. And I mean, fair enough, they sell... I realise they sell wine in this... They had trainers on. <laughs> A man in trainers drinking wine <laughs> at the cinema. Are you worried he's going to break into a run after his glass love, of Chablis? I love how easily outraged you are. I am outraged. I said to the person I was with, in full hearing of this man, you know what, I've just realised, I hate wine. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate wine. We you know what people say... Oh, uh, I don't drink much. Have a have a glass of wine with a yeah. meal. <laughs> well, why do you do that, you idiot? I hate it on I sort of that. dating th sites and things when they say wine, like right. hobbies. I like to curl up on the sofa with a glass of red wine. Yeah, yeah. Well, who that's not a hobby. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> well, not, they're not alcoholics. Not alcohol. That's what I hate. If there's one thing <laughs> I hate, it's people who drink in with great reticence <laughs> a glass of wine. <laughs> Glass, what good is that? Good? I mean, the taste's horrible. What are you... We're only doing it to get drunk. <laughs> Have a bottle of wine. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Anyway, he had his glass of Chablis, and I made a big point of saying, like large popcorn, large popcorn, please. And I said it in a, in a tone which said, like you should be ordering in the cinema, <laughs> which will take two minutes and we're done. Mm. And the bloke says, sweetie or salt? I thought, don't drag me in on this. Uh -huh. Sweet, obvious. Did I say sweetie there? Yeah. Sweetie, yeah. 
I've got a friend who's um, he's a very keen Freudian, and he says every mistake you make like that is relevant. Every really? little hesitation, everything you say like, is, if you look at it, it's real. So I, I I looked at Alan, and I just desperately wanted to say, "Sweetie, I have to live with that." I'll take that. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Please do. People have. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or if it's an emergency, page me. <laughs> it's all. I've had nothing. If you're looking for evidence that people do use the text in facility, we've had one from mm-hmm. Connor Clark. Ooh. Hi, Frank Cockles and the lovely Emily. How's that, how's that working for you? Connor Clark's quite a name, mm. isn't he? Yeah. Um, I like it. The jury's out, as far as Cockles is concerned. Cockles, yeah, I can take all these. It's, it's taken you from poultry to seafood. Yeah, One exactly. move. You've got surf and turf I'm on us. Maybe a surf and turf. <laughs> surf and turf, Cockles. <laughs> Victoria Wood's TV appearance this week prompted a discussion at work. Do they live on turf? Poultry? No. They're more gravel. Okay. Surf and gravel. Okay. Surf and barnyard. Um, during this, a younger member of staff said he didn't know who Victoria Wood was. I was amazed, but nobody else seemed to find this strange. In an attempt to find out where the knowledge of the existence of Victoria Wood cut-off age was... (laughs) (laughs) That's a great piece of research right there. (laughs) I asked a cross-section of people, do you know Victoria Wood? Sadly, nobody replied, no, but thanks for the tip, in traditional Frank style. I still said it in my head each time and laughed in homage. FYI... I discovered that the knowledge of the existence of Victoria Wood cut-off age is 22. Love the show, Connor, 816. Really? That's apparently year olds don't know. But Victoria Wood... It's not like Victoria Wood stopped. She's ongoing. Yeah, she's still... Sarah, you're about 14. Um, (laughs) She's not not in my rear-view mirror. She's in in my passenger seat. Sarah's heard of Victoria Wood. Yeah, how old are you, Sarah? 24. 24? Yeah, but she she doesn't break the cut-off point. No. Uh, Do you, are you familiar with the uh, mutant ninja teenage <laughs> yeah. pines? Are you familiar with the Crimea War? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We well, should we, we should ask if there's a 21 and three quarter year old listener, and uh, if if you are that listener, then text in if you've heard of Victoria Wood or not. Let us know. Mm. Well, they, I've said we they won't be listening it. because they won't have heard of me. Do you think it's not the same thing though? You're, you know, national treasure. Mind you, so she. Oh, she is a national treasure. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm in the holding pool of national <laughs> treasures. I'm on the bench. I'm warming up. I might never get a game. I accept that. Victoria mm-hmm. is a stalwart in the defence. Right. Mm. Okay. We need to talk about Justin. Yeah, right? I, just, I was looking at my watch. I thought, it must be Bieber time, <laughs> too. Justin time. Imagine he's him almost this week. becoming friend of the show. Well, yeah. Not so much friend as he's that awkward boy that lives next door yes. who we say hello to but sometimes he <laughs> says hello and sometimes he doesn't but you've got to make allowances it's a difficult age difficult age yeah yeah he's uh he's been in a little hot water this week hasn't he because he visited he looks Anna like Franks. he hasn't been in hot water for some time <laughs> he needs yeah. a bath i think he looks all right doesn't he, he please another shot of him with no shirt on brilliant uh, yeah yeah brilliant and, uh, what uh, a that i was disgusted it took me an hour to download that <laughs> dial up did you have that, that white thing at the top of the page coming down at least in the early days of internet i no. got the rainbow of shame 
I did <laughs> think, down. I did think to myself, if I had a bod like that, I'd have my shirt off all yeah. the time. <laughs> I love like you bod. using the word bod. <laughs> it's like, um, bod. Yeah. <laughs> The Bob's beautiful. I, I, I yeah. should have incorporated it into the celebrity graves. <laughs> um, so, um, for example, um, Emily, mm. oh. um, I might tell you, uh, dear reader, has, has been uh, have been away for the week, mm. and it's a it's a lovely uh, retro situation where someone with a tan has been away mm-hmm. rather than just been to the tanning shop yes it's a genuine you know i i i am of an age when people had a tan it meant they'd been away or they'd been in the garden they just hadn't they hadn't just been sprayed Mm -hmm. or they're unemployed they used to find when people came back to work Mm. they would wear white for the first week and often i mean they'd just wear their pants well i'm I'm sorry to let you down no but people (laughs) still time the people (laughs) People did everything to show it off, and, and that's all he's doing. He's got a great bod. He's, you know, he's nineteen. He's getting it out. I'm fine with that. What's your opinion of him in the S and M community, by the way, Bieber? <laughs> um, I think he needs a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any doubt about that. I mean, he got into trouble this week. Now, I, was this fair? Well, so he visited Anne Frank's house in Amsterdam. That's nice that he did that. Yeah, that shows an, an interest. That does. Yeah. But where he got into trouble was when he wrote in the guest book. So what he said, he said, um, Anne Frank, great girl. I thought great girl was a bit disrespectful. Well. And then he said, hopefully, hopefully, wrong use of hopefully. It actually means with hope. It's a verb. But anyway, hopefully. (laughs) It's 19. I know. But grammar always. Hopefully (laughs) she would have been a believer. Yeah. Now... This is this has not gone down very well. You're not not just in the S and M community, but <laughs> elsewhere. You're not concerned that he misspelt believer, are you? Because that's one of his things. He he does that on purpose. Yeah. No, it's the. I think the suggestion is that it's rather disrespectful, isn't it? Well, you see, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what sure. I think. I think he's he's a nice lad, mm. Justin. Deep down, <laughs> yeah. you know what? He, you know what Justin has done? What? He's done a beautiful thing because he's responded to Anne Frank as a sort of fellow young person. Yeah. Mm. And he's seen what well, he's humanised her again. What do we see? We see Anne Frank as some icon of tragedy. We yeah. see it only in relation to Nazism. Mm. He's seen her as a young woman. And what if she had had that life where she could have been a believer and lived a normal life like teenagers do? It would have been yeah. a beautiful thing. And he's hit that nail absolutely on the head. And I respect him for that. You know what he's done? He's done something that no one else managed to do. He has rescued, <laughs> rescued Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Justin. That's what I say. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were uh, mid Bieber. We were. We were. I mean, we've had quite a lot of correspondence in the interim. Have we? Yeah. What county interim? <laughs> I think we should head. I just want to say nine eight four Frank and all. I'm twenty one and a half and have never heard of Victoria Wood. I hope that helps. That guy who um, worked it out at twenty two has got it. Spot he was on. Right. That's on. the cut off point. He's right That's Paul on. in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. He also heard Alan on another radio show this week and thought uh, he was quite funny. Alan's got other work. 
Yeah. Sorry if that's too much like praise. Mm. Alan's on the posh station. But this know. is how it starts, it. isn't it? You know, you, you do a solo album, the next thing you know, there is no girls allowed. Oh, right. <laughs> mm. Okay, it's, you know, gotta let, you got to let them... Uh, you can't hold on. It's like, you, you know, know the what, bird right? on the hat. If you are, have the bird sitting on the palm of your hand and you keep your hand open... Was oh, this your real car again? Yeah, it might, um, it might stay. If you try to hold it tight, you'll kill it. I'd like to think That's you give us roots and wings as yeah. a boss. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I do. Roots and wings. It's a bit like surf and turf. <laughs> Except it involves root vegetables and poultry. Roots and wings, I thought you were just looking through my car CDs. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and rough. Uh, Excellent God, work. I, we've taken roots and wings and we've flown. <laughs> <laughs> Marvellous. Bieber! Bieber. He got in trouble because he, uh, he tweeted a picture... Did she speak German, Anne Frank, or did she speak Dutch? Because she was born in Germany and, and lived in Holland. Oh, I don't know, point. but you're looking at me as if you expect me to know that. I thought you'd know. You know it's it's your type. Slavonic look. I mean, yes. I've read it, but I don't know. I, you see... If I read she, it in English. Because um, if, she, uh, if she spoke German, she wouldn't have been a, a Belieber. She'd have been a Bieberlieber. Bieberlieber. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the German ones call themselves Bieberliebers. Oh, I wonder. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Ich, be, I think... ich liebe Bieber. <laughs> so I say, ich liebe Bieber. I really hope someone's sampling that for a techno track right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ich liebe Bieber. If they aren't, they should have done, but the moment's gone. I really wish Frank would go to Dr Johnson's house and write, I think he would have been a Skinnerette. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because I think he would have been. I don't know. I... I Anyway, I'm 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 with Justin on Are that. You? As I say, I, I don't think he said anything bad there. Okay. I think no. he's, it's nice. He's responded to her on an emotional level. It's perhaps, I know, but you guys keep going on about this because he's a teenager. But you know, oh, stop he, doing this. He's only nineteen. Thing I've told you. What? Well, it's no excuse. I've told you Bill Gates founded Microsoft. <laughs> I've told you Alexander <laughs> the Great already at that point was. Well, he was some sort of emperor. Yeah, yeah, you don't but, know, you know there was more like, scope. But... There was less rivalry in those days. Less people <laughs> about. If you had anything Are you about suggesting yeah, you that could being king of Macedonia was low-hanging fruit? <laughs> yes. That's what you seem yes. to be suggesting. Which was, which was a, quite a problem in those togas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Uh, I think we're going to have to change the whole game. Hi, Frank. Oh, no. I'm 21 and a half and I know who Victoria Wood is. Is this abnormal for me? That's no. John. You're just a bit... You're He's just the exception. Can I tell the you, rule, maybe. Can I tell you why we're safe? Because John says, and I know who Victoria Woods is. Ah, well, there oh. you go. Oh, you mean, think you know. He means someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the joke doesn't work. Do you know Victoria Woods? No, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's, he's, he's ruined everything with his... Um, same, his see my ignorance. <laughs> see, he's got some kind of a see my ignorance. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Let's do the live version this morning. Hmm. Email corner. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's so sleazy. Sinatra-esque, I thought. Mm. Mm. Well, actually, before we head to email corner, oh. 773... No, listen, you'll like this. Okay. I had an idea for a TV show where Frank tours graves of people from the light entertainment industry. Mm. Oh, we like that. Mm-hmm. With a sheep on a lead. Oh, oh, it yeah. would be called Frank You and Goodnight. 
yeah. I mean, I like it, but uh, he could have got Hugh Bonneville. <laughs> we wouldn't have needed the sheep. Well, oh, yeah. funny you should say that, because Lewis from Kingston says, the sheep just needs to be in a couple of shots to justify the title and would not be part of the central narrative. Yeah. What about... <laughs> thanks for that. Um, that's a good note. That's uh, actually... I feel much better about it now, about yeah. the whole project. Yeah. If it was me, Hugh Bonneville, and Sir Alan Sugar rowing the Atlantic... Uh-huh. Oh. Then it would be Frank you and good night because he's yeah. a good night because oh. he's a he's night, a night with a K yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah okay well that's that's put that to bed hasn't it um, and now we can sashay over into email corner I'm yeah. not going to sashay I have a I have an email uh, hi folks after rereading Frank's autobiography rereading yeah <laughs> I wonder Result. why. Yeah, yeah. I wondered why he didn't go along the normal route of giving it a title, which included a big pun, seeing as he loves them so much. You do love a pun. I do love a pun, and most people do go for a punning headline. Yeah. Also... What, not headline, a uh, title for their memoir. Yeah, I believe um, Sid Little and Little and, of Little and Large fame, I believe his autobiography, it's my favourite, Little by Little. Yeah, that's excellent. Oh, that's excellent. Well, it? you could borrow Ian Botham's. You know it's one of my favourites. What's D- that? Don't tell Cass. Yeah, I can't <laughs> uh, Also, um, Alan Ball, the footballer, his was, it's all about a ball. Oh, yeah. It's all oh. about a ball. Oh, very oh. good. Brilliant. Quite hard working, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Bocken, my lifetime in football. Mm. Less good. <laughs> yeah. But he was an early... Uh, it does what it says on the tin kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mentioned him, I'm reading that at the moment, it just came to my mind. Are you mind. really? I am, yeah. <laughs> Splendid. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the email a bit late. It came out in 1950. <laughs> the, the email continues also. What would Emily and Alan call theirs if and when it's written? I like if and when. I remember when I wrote that um, that biography that there was there was much talk at, with the publishers about you know frankly speaking or oh, being being frank, frank oh, yeah. and all I'm that. Surprised you didn't go for being frank. Skin and blown. Someone suggested. <laughs> I said, I said, keep it. Come on, keep, keep the party clean. I wasn't going to... the cover. Um, but in the end... I, I can imagine the meeting where someone said, what about being frank? And, mm. oh, I bet he didn't like that. I'll tell you what they do say, the publishers. I mean, I remember this conversation. Um, mm. What we need is you on the front looking friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at the covers, I've written three books. I'm on all of them. One I'm holding a flower. One I've got a couple of dogs with. You've me. got the hand of the Baskervilles on one of them. But because this is what the publishers said to me, they said because men they don't really buy books, yeah. men. But what happens is that women buy books for men. So oh. if you look friendly on the cover, women will buy it. That can't, that's, that's a simplistic view of women who read books, <laughs> retail. Mm-hmm. Mm. Photography, <laughs> um, co- cover work. Anyway, you have missed out on the puns, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm, I, I'm writing a, a new one about my radio career called uh, Sony Yet So Far Away. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Um, we were talking about celebrity graves. Uh, Tosh Lines from the Bill in brackets. Oh yeah, uh, grave in Ashbourne in Peak District from Chris in Westmoreland. It's good to know, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's so disrespectful calling him to a character's name. What? Was that his name in the... In the... Yes, that's the character's name. That's not oh. the man's name. A bit that's disrespectful, not what it says on the Chris, grave. in Westmoreland. 
<laughs> on the grave, it, say, it says, you know, that Tosh lines from the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I think he'd be glad to be remembered. It shows that his performance was so good, people took it as a real person. Okay. Yeah. Um, on mine, it'll say, Alan brackets the Cockrell Cochrane, and then underneath it'll just say, that guy that was on Absolute, you know, on Saturdays with Frank. Right, well, it'll say Jason the Asthmatic. In <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, there's going to be a lot of uh, chipping for that guy to do, isn't there? Oh, God, and then yeah. he's got to spell asthmatic, right? Cause yeah. You, you ne- never get it wrong in marble. That's my slogan. And I'm I'm, I want all my IMDb credits. <laughs> <laughs> that won't take too no, long. No, it won't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth has um, emailed us. He says, I'm running the London Marathon for Sense Charity. I'm a uh, lifelong Albion fan. Who that'll will be, be West Bromwich Albion, he means. Yes who will be proudly wearing replica shorts on the day for good luck. Okay. I've trained across the snowy winter listening to the podcast, so I'll be setting off on Saturday morning to London. Saturday is coming today. Mm. Mm-hmm. On the 20th of April. Therefore, I, uh, I'll miss out on the podcast as I'm running in the 21st. The podcasts have been great to train with, although I did nearly fall down a manhole one week. Well, I hope he's booked a hotel in advance, mm. because it's the 20th of April, and... Generally speaking, the capital is absolutely crammed for Hitler's birthday. It gets very busy. Just the so you know, street parties things like Fanta and Coke is more expensive in London. So don't want you coming up here complaining about the prices. I should think he'll, he'll, his bag will contain a couple of um, a couple of uh, my mom's cola. No, but don't complain Big about bottle. the prices. No, if I can't he's running the marathon, he's probably pushed the boat out and got like a, a Lucas Aid energy drink, hasn't he? Can you do a boat in the marathon now? <laughs> <laughs> Push oh, yeah. the boat down. You can do all sorts. Deep sea diving suit. I sh- we should say that um, our very own Tanya Snugs. Snugsy? Absolute Snugsy. Yeah. As she's known on her, uh, I believe, her Twitter handle. <laughs> wow. I'm actually wearing an Absolute Snugsy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, I'm going to fuck a bit of toast. Purple, obviously. The Snugsy. Um <laughs> Yes, uh, so good luck to her, and she's been training for ages, and she's been coming in every week and telling us her progress, so we're, we're all rooting for her. Rooting, but not sponsoring. That's that's my <laughs> approach to the London Marathon. Mm. OK, um, encouragement, emotional, not fiscal. Yes. OK. Frank, just FYI, a lot of people have heard of Victoria Wood. Mm. I should think so. 033... Dear Frank Emily and Anna, my 16-year-old daughter regularly watches Victoria Wood of her own choice and has done for some time. Quite right. Can I make it absolutely clear? I, you know, I see Victoria Wood as a genuine British comedy giant. I, I think do. it's outrageous that anyone under 22 has not heard of her. And I'll say, as I've said to you many times, this is, these are the people that confuse the word history and the word memory. Mm. Is that even if you're not what you should know about Victoria Wood, that's my advice to any youngsters listening. Mm-hmm. Google Victoria Wood immediately and you'll see a whole new weird world of comedy. And also, you might discover the Perdicott, which will then yes. take you to um, the very golden age of Joanna Longwood. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, once you start, once you start clicking, <laughs> where's it going to stop? Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I recall um, that I um, I was booked in for a, a medical. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so been I thought, on my mind. Weren't you I thought too I'd, ill to go to it last too week? Ill, or too ill to go last week, but I, I made it this week. Doesn't it bode well, though, does it? I thought I'd better give you my results. Mm. Apparently, <laughs> oh. the old uh, the old car the uh, cholesterol's up a bit. 
Is it? It's a worry. 5.5 for anyone who cares. Oh. Five is supposed to be the ceiling. Is it? So I've gone through the cholesterol ceiling. That's not good. You're almost, no. you're dancing on it, Lionel Richie style. I am, I am. And the, the <laughs> news, the news was, uh, the way the woman said this to me, she's a very nice woman who did it, she said, um, it's a simple thing to deal with. Stop eating uh, red meats, confectionery, mm. butter, and mm. uh, switch to, like, sardines, seeds. Yeah. I mean, seeds. Yeah. Suggesting you're some sort of Ibsen character. Yes, well, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you go out for a steak. Do you want the steak, Frank? No, I'm going to have a plate of seeds. Oh, some seeds, please. <laughs> some Actually, bread can and I, margarine. Can I this for a perch? <laughs> have you got a small mirror with spit on it I can stare into? So that, that wasn't uh, great, but I'm, I'm working on it. And it's, in, it's high in some foods that you don't expect it to be, though, isn't it, the cholesterol? Yeah, you know so much about I think nutrition. It's in, I think it's in prawns. I think it's high it? in prawns, yeah. Oh, no, I had a pint oh. this morning. You had a pint of prawns <laughs> yeah. on the way in? Oh, God, at six in the morning. Did you yeah, I knocked them straight back as well, shells and all. <laughs> I'm still picking the legs out. Did you have no uh, Mary Rose sauce? Where do you stand on that? Um, I mean, it is ketchup and mayo. Why do, you, be why do they come in Love it. pints? A pint of prawns. Why do you buy a pint, oh. pint of shrimps or a pint of prawns? It's a weird thing. And you get some places they actually come in a pint glass. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was in a place that did a pint of sausage rolls. They've taken it too far. That can't be they? right. Oh, I was, was, I was the so home of Britain's fattest man. <laughs> it, was, um, it was in the cafe on the South Bank, the BFI cafe. They didn't have a pint they did of sausage rolls. BFI, there's a clue. Sausage rolls. BFM. <laughs> I, I Just was what, so, some of the letters had fallen off. <laughs> I was so hungry the other day. I had, I had a yard of prawns. Did you? <laughs> yeah. For a bet. Quite hard to get that, you know, the big ball at the end. They don't come racing at you. Uh-huh. I went on a detox recently. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, if you had yeah. a yard of prawns, you know that bit where when you have the yard of ale, the, yeah. the beer sits in the bowl and then it comes racing down. When you saw all the uh, prawn racing towards you, it'd be like the beginning of time, wouldn't it? Civilization, the moment oh, we yeah. left the sea and headed for land. Be like be a night in a Burnie Inn. And, of course, that. Mm. That'd be scampy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like scampy. Um, I'm going to... Um, did you say you'd... Uh, I went on a detox. I was, I was hold keeping... It, okay. Hold it, because I, I, I love... Um, this kind of thing. <laughs> detox. I once met Mel B and she'd been on a detox, covered in spots. She oh. said, sorry about me spots, <laughs> I've had a detox. It's like the, the poison coming out of me. Oh, dear. And, uh, she likes a late night as well. Uh, does she? Mm. What, surround sugar? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it'd have to be someone who's dead for that yeah, to really yeah. work. <laughs> uh, I think, who's a dead, who's a... <laughs> Sir Anthony Blunt. Sir Walter Raleigh. He'd do. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You've detoxed. I went on a detox recently. I was keeping you my... You lovely. Oh. But a tan, a tan does... It I think it's people. the tan. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you should say that because I've been living a terrible life recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was at this stage keeping my organs pure. That was the point of it. Okay. And it was a serious detox, Frank. I mean, it was no sugar, no wheat, no processed food, no dairy, whoa, whoa. no alcohol, no caffeine, no fun. Well, no friends. Funny you should say that. If you've took the alcohol thing out of that, that'd be like life in Soviet Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd have added um, black market cigarettes. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's yeah. really extreme. It was hard. What do you eat? I can't think of what's left. Very little. Oh. I was. Everyone said to me... That's, that was his second autobiography. Well, I was. The reason Very I was little. doing it... <laughs> <laughs> I was meant to be training with the most expensive trainer in the world. Uh. But I think he dumped me. Well, what? you what? got dumped by a trainer. I think I did. Well, you just didn't turn up. You well, were sat, sat there session. in your PE kit in an I empty gymnasium. Oh, no. I filled out He filled my glutes. <laughs> and, and then he dumped you. Shortly uh, isn't afterwards. that the way? <laughs> <laughs> right, once they get some glute action. It's a history of all my relationships. <laughs> oh. One feel of the glute. And then he got very evasive. And I don't think I passed the test, I'll be oh, honest. No way, I mean, I was strict about the detox, but my life, I used to sit there looking in the mirror and I thought, my skin looks great, I look thin. And then I'd think, oh, I've got four hours to kill, what do I do? <laughs> I just mm. stayed in all night saying I look good. I oh, know, it's That's tough, my so. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. No. But no, uh, I don't recommend uh, a detox. Well, who is this trainer that he thinks he can dump Emily Dean? <laughs> That's name and shame. (laughs) Well, it was—he just stopped returning my calls. Does he bill himself as the most expensive trainer in the world? Is it it the Stella Artois approach (laughs) to advertising? Yeah, Yeah. I I think I'm. Maybe I don't know. That's terrible. Speaking of uh, training, by the way, I was—I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm—I'm currently reading um, a lifetime in football by Charles Buchan. You did. And he, uh, when he played for Sunderland, they had quite a strict trainer, and Charles Buchan used to smoke, as many footballers mm. did. This would be like in the early 20th century, so 1912. Mm. And um, he... Uh, he used to smoke cigarettes, and he said, our trainer... He, he, was like, he was only like... He was a young lad. He was like 18. And the, the trainer, he said, our trainer had a real aversion to cigarette smoke, and he said he took me to one side... And um, he said he laid down the law about it and presented me with a, a pipe and an ounce of tobacco <laughs> <laughs> and said, try this, it's a, it's a, much, it's a healthy alternative. <laughs> Those were the days, weren't they? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15 or you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. You might be able to get me on my Scion. <laughs> um, but Is it I, Wi-Fi enabled? Um, I, don't, Scion I, don't if, I don't know if they had Wi-Fi then. They were. No, um, yeah, so... You oh, needn't oh, I text us about them. What I wanted to... Pardon? I was going to say, you needn't text us about the things that are already running, like, uh, you know, the, what, what celebrity graves you've visited, or, you know, we're, we're moving along, aren't we? But, Do you know, a few weeks ago, we were trying to work out a joke from Beef Wellington mm. about the horse meat crisis. We've just had a we're text We're trying to construct in. one. Uh, we've had a text in well, from 394. Well, it's because there's a horse, uh, because Far Lap, the famous horse, is in well. Part of him's in oh. Wellington, mm. I think. So in, was, New, in New Zealand. So I knew, I knew there was the ingredients of a joke, but I, I, I couldn't find the recipe. Mm. 394 texting, is that beef wellington they're eating? No, sir, it's hors d'oeuvre. Mm. Hors d'oeuvre. Like a hors d'oeuvre. Hors, <laughs> I think hors, we're still searching. 
But I like the no. fact that it's taken about three weeks and that's still the level that we're well, achieving. Can I just say, Maybe. any joke that requires one of the letters to be in parenthesis, <laughs> I don't think it's working. Yeah, I blame the parenthesis. Oh, well. Sorry, I, 394, I, I did my best for you. I think that this, this, the Beef Wellington joke might be, you know, occasionally on Countdown there's a mathematical thing which just cannot be done. Like Fermat's mm. last theorem, but in joke uh, form. And Rachel Riley says, well, you know, she gets a, and she says, oh, it can't be done. Frank, can I admit something? You know, we were also talking in earlier textings about do animals feel shame? Mm. I felt real shame earlier, and I've got to admit that. Mm. There was a cheese commercial on one of the adverts, and I started dancing, and I did voguing, and I banged into my microphone. (laughs) It was awful. I don't think there's any shame in dancing to the laughing cow. My friend broke her leg when she was dancing to the George and Mildred theme tune, and it feels a bit like that. I thought you were feeling shame because you were dancing to the cheese commercial and it's <laughs> it's not allowed on your detox. What's, oh, OK. Oh, uh, yeah, you can only dance to um, commercials for uh, <laughs> rice. <laughs> Which Lean they don't advertise much. You do get Uncle Ben's rice occasionally gets mentioned. Yeah, oh, he used it? to... Yeah, I don't know if they do much rice advertising. What about... Um, did you say no dairy? No dairy no on dairy. the detox. What did you miss dairy. most, would you say? Um, I think the dairy would kill me. Would I it? missed, really. Yeah. I, I think what I found hardest was bacon, bacon bits. Oh. I love a bacon bit. Yeah. Bacon bits? But apparently, das is verboten yeah. on this diet. Oh, it would really? be. Yeah, very much. Sats- it's processed. I missed my meat. Uh, yeah. Processed, saturated. You know what I miss Non kosher. I miss. It's got everything against it. I miss life, is what I miss. Life? Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, but. I think the big yoghurt would, uh, would be a problem for me. We, you know, I um, the big yogurts. Yeah, you know those big. You can cups. have those. They're healthy, aren't they? I thought so. What are you I've talking about? Where are we now? Onken or Muller rice? No, like the big ones, that are fruity, like <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. A strawberry, one of those. I can oh. eat the whole thing, the full big tub. Mm. Oh. I think they're all right. I'm not sure though. Anyway, it's, I um, I gave up sweet things for Lent, as you may know, and, Did and you? the thing I missed most of all was I went to the cinema a couple of times, and I have to have popcorn at the cinema. I just have Did to. Did you go salted? I had to go no, salted. No, he had a glass of Chablis, I heard. <laughs> but the salted popcorn, what a How did you waste. find it, Frank? Oh, man, it would have been a lot cheaper to have just sandpapered my lips. That's <laughs> <laughs> vile. Yes. Vile mock. So vile this mock. week when I went... Vile mock, I think I went to school with. Um, <laughs> yeah, was he? A German, German guy, I remember him, yeah. yeah. He was all right, very musical. <laughs> um, I um, when I went to see um, the Pines, the Pines. This You've got week. to talk about this because someone did text in about that, mm-hmm. and I can't, it was so long ago I can't even remember. But they've said, Frank, why haven't you filled us in yet? You're yeah. still waiting to hear. Well, I mean, I, I, I was telling the story to, to tell you about the man who bought Chablain Trainers, the film. Oh, okay. I don't like to, you know, the film. I, I didn't. I don't like films that don't have aliens in them. Oh God, that was a trouble. And there was some that, you know, I'm not one of these people who says things like, well, that would never happen, mm-hmm. would it? I'm not like that, but I did at this film, because it, it, it was very sort of realistic, and then there were some plot things, and you thought, get out of it. Oh, I yeah. said it once, people stared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, two hours, 20 minutes, come off it. <laughs> First thing, the thing I hadn't done for ages, <laughs> I went to the toilet During mid-film. Film. Yeah. Did you? Know, you? When, when you, you see, come... I thought that is verboten as well. I would never do that. <laughs> well, I was, that was it. I hold it in. But I, I was, on the scene. I was holding it in, but I'm 56. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, uh, I did think to myself, 
I, was, I thought, I need to go to the toilet. When's, when do I pick my moment? And then there was a couple of big plot things happened, and I thought, what if I'd gone then? I'd have been in a right quandary when I came back. <laughs> that made me more anxious about going. Mm. So I might have missed something that made it... Um, but you'll be like my friend who went to the toilet when he said the name's Bond, James Bond. Oh, no. He oh. can't enjoy the film then. Did he go to the toilet, or did he just go to the toilet there and then? <laughs> <laughs> Shaken and not stirred. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Oh, we've all got bananas in our mouths. I don't. I haven't got any. We've got banana cake in our mouths. Oh. <laughs> Daisy, the producer, has made some banana bread that she's a bit um, shy about giving out. Banana any, bread? Isn't that what it is? Isn't that yeah. what it's called? Banana bread? It's gone a bit last day of term. Mufti. <laughs> it Muff- is a bit, I love Mufti. It is a bit like <laughs> Did I you find that si- Since we didn't get the Sony nomination, I think we've just thought, oh, to hell with it. Do what we like. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I nice. think our readers are coming with us. Yeah. Are they? I think we should form some sort of uh, commune. <laughs> mm. We can we'll find oh, a place. No. Okay. Yeah, and we'll have our own awards. Obviously, I'm Clothed. immediately worried about... Uh, Clothed or unclothed? Are we, are we paying subs on the commune? <laughs> or is it? Oh, we, can, we, can, we can live in a forest for free. Well, and, that's what this can... is what this is getting to. Us S&M community, unclothed. Yeah. We can... We can <laughs> well, we're all about the tithe. Body paint, obviously. <laughs> which, which we'll make from crushing beetles. Oh. Um, but also, we, can have, a, we can have an award ceremony. We can, uh, we can spray some pine cones, gold. Mm. Yeah. Hmm? That sounds classy. One of my best ever comedy snapshots. I was in, uh, I was in California on holiday. And they have, they have uh, pine cones there, big as footballs. And the photo is me holding a pine cone, rubbing my head in a sort of comedy style. <laughs> I love it. That sound was me punching with the joy of the joke. Yeah, uh, we've the had a banana text from in, Big Rich Batley. I think it might be Big Rich, comma, Batley. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I like the sound of Big Rich Batley. Isn't he a local gangster? <laughs> oh, dear. I visited Jim Morrison's grave at Pierre Lachaise. Me too. It was covered in marker pen and lipstick scrawlings. Sorry about that. And there was also <laughs> there was also half a bottle of JD. You know, there was half a bottle of Jack Daniels when I went there, and that was ten years ago. That must just dwell there. That's because you left it there. Lots it. of cigarette ends. Not over-impressed with it, says Big Rich Batley. I went to Serge Gensburg's um, grave. Yeah. Um, you get two for one there because Samuel Beckett, just down the road. Just well, down, his, well, his we, remains oh, were good, dug up, weren't Ten they? Ten yards away. Who's? Serge Gensburg. Were they? It was a paternity issue, yeah, I believe uh, so. Well, well, anyway, well, like, he's co- that's covered in cigarettes, that, that grave. Just, I know, but it was a long night. I'm loving the. Uh, <laughs> don't have a. Don't judge me. Okay. I'd know where to sleep I'm for the night. The banana bread. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should have peeled it. Do you Would know you? what? It's given it something of a Great British Bake Off feel. <laughs> it's just the whole show. It's yeah. all gone a bit Hollywood. Paul Is Hollywood. banana bread allowed on detox? Oh, no diets? way. No way, Jose. Why not? Well, on the detox, bananas are the devil. They're the what? Catherine Jenkins of the detox. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't rule out fruit. I won't have it. I don't think it's healthy to rule out fruit. I like that you've taken your top off and got some trainer's white shirt on suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a bit gym What about this commune? <laughs> it won't put itself oh, together. I don't know about the detox, though. Why, oh. why can't you have bananas on a I detox? I don't like the Fruit's tone good. of urgency and aggression in Frank's voice when I he's like talking the about the commune. What about this for a sort of a smooth FM kind of a texting? What, what, strangest link we've ever done. What would you not want to give up? What's the yeah. last thing you'd want to give up? For me, it's courgettes. 
Corsettes? No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll give up corsets now, if you like, for no reward. Yeah, That's they're it, they're given up. They're easy Do you think I'll miss them? No. <laughs> I'd find nuts hard. Really? Oh, I love a nut. They are quite hard. <laughs> <laughs> you should try them with the shells off. Oh. Cashew monkey? Pardon? Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the little things in life. <laughs> Giving things up, people are going to oh, text in about that. Lots of people have. Uh, what let us what know. won't give? They won't give it up. The they hardest be... thing I'd find to give up is a bacon sandwich. Yeah, um, brackets but... mini eggs would be a close second. Bacon and egg sandwich. Five four zero. Bacon, mini egg sandwich, I wouldn't right? give up spring onions. That is all. What? And I wouldn't ever meet you. That is all. No, you don't <laughs> like. Did we that, ever? Do um, did we ever sort out the? Didn't I say that spring onions can grow ten centimeters in a night? Did you? I thought I'd said it on the radio, on this programme, and... Uh, it not sounds on, very... Not on my watch. And maybe it was one of my dreams. <laughs> Do you think I would have let that pass? <laughs> you know, I dream about the Absolute Show every night, so I think we've done millions of I dream of about spring so. onions every night. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they can grow really quickly during the night, yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> well, I live in hope. I live in electrolysis. I like a spring onion. I sometimes, if you get... You know when you get a small spring onion, I'll <laughs> use it um, with my action man as a leak. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that is a fun game. Although I think I'd find it fairly Action easy to give up spring onions. I don't think that would be that difficult, would you? Mm, I'd rather give up mini eggs. Yeah, what, the chocolate ones? Yeah, I do, I don't like the cream eggs. No. Oh, don't you? Oh, oh, fine. No. oh, why not fine? It's like someone's encased dog saliva. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that should ever be done. No. no. I won't have it constrained. Anyway... Do you know Sweet what we, foods, we haven't easier. addressed? You know, we were a bit blue about the Sonys, let's be honest. We got beaten by Kate Lawler in the nominations. God bless her. Amongst others. Yeah. Um, David I'm, Cameron. I mean a lot of others. Spare a thought for David Cameron. I often spare a thought for DC. Well, he was snubbed as well. Oh, in the... By in, Time magazine. In the Influentials. They do the... <laughs> 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 Influential. Make everything time. sound so West Brom. I love it. He... It was the 100 most... Yeah, wasn't it? And he, Christina Aguilera made it on. She's influential. She's yeah. influential. Is she still influential? She is, yeah. Also, I noticed her category was... Um, there was her and Jennifer Lawrence, both under the category artists. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I blame your American idols, your ex-factors oh, yeah. for this. Artists, right, they... They wear smocks, they old easels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got very firm rules about this in the Scottish play, haven't you? No, I just They've don't want to look like here. Claude Monet, basically. <laughs> I don't want to look Christine Aguilera called an artist. Yeah. She's a singer. Artist no. paint, right? Yeah, you're mm. right. The artist. They'll say, yeah, she's a really fabulous artist. No. <laughs> so, anyway, but she's one of the most influential. Yeah. Um, as we say, Jennifer Lawrence. Kim Jong un. Kim Jong-un. Who's one of, turning into one of my obscure crushes. Is he? He's not very obscure. I, I've always had a I thing. I love him. The hair is lovely. It's that hair shaved at the sides. I've always do you like thought it? that looks great. Do so do I. Do you, really? do you remember Shall that? I go um, for that next? I need a haircut. Who Maybe was... Your, your, your hair's looking Shall smoking hot. I take a hot. picture of Kim Jong-un in with me? 
Yeah, so I do it like this. I've got a friend who's a mod who always has a picture of Paul Weller and he takes it into hairdressers and shows them and says, I, I want a version of that on this. Well, Maybe great. I'll just have a little... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll have a picture of Kim Jong-un. I'm going to come in next week with a Kim Jong-un hair- hairdo. That'd be fun. Mm. I think it looks... Um, it make great radio. It looks great on women, that hairdo. Yeah. Who was that woman? Do you remember there was a... a, a Grace con- Jones. A, a prison no. warden. No, she was a... She was, um... Uh, a pop singer, and she was in a band managed by Malcolm McLaren, and she appeared naked on Her an name album, was Annabella so. Bow Wow Wow. Yes, that's right, Bow mm. Wow Wow. Mm. And she had that wow. shave thing. Looks fantastic. Good knowledge. I'm going to get it done <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> oh, God. when I get it done, I look like a returning World War One veteran. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a bad look. I might, I might not do the crotch this time. <laughs> yeah, I wish that be a, a British... I don't the British magazines do an, an influential, because uh, a lot of the people I just hadn't heard of at all. There's well, they'll probably Brits do, on there, though. Heat magazine many. probably do one. It'll be Stavros Flatley or something. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. Daniel Day-Lewis is on there. He's on the list. Oh, I've become obsessed with him. Is there a book about him? I'd like to read there more is. about his methods. Really? <laughs> yeah. Can't they have some good people you haven't on there? have heard enough about his methods. Well... Can't they have good people? I'd like to see... Like Martin Jarvis. I'd like to see him. I used to spend two hours getting into character before I went to Smedic Supplementary Benefit Office. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks in a row for yeah, Smedic. I, I was... Um, <laughs> I was tortured soul, desperately searching for work. Oh, yeah. that, that was the part I, um, yeah. I played, oh. rather than... For a um, while. Rather than... Rather than um, local layabout. Yeah, as hammock-owning, <laughs> non-working book reader, which is the truth of it. You had a hammock? I had a hammock for a, for a short time, mm. yeah. How did that play in Birmingham? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't strike me as a big hammock area. No, well, you know, it, most people were at work, so they didn't know. <laughs> oh. I had uh, three and a half years um, sabbatical. <laughs> I'd like to thank any taxpayers who were listening. <laughs> Uh, I must say I've paid it all back in, I would have thought by yeah, now. I would have imagined. But uh, even so, I think it was it's all right because I was on the dole, but I lived like someone who was on the dole. Did you? And that's very unfashionable now. The idea is now is you're on the dole, you live like someone who's got a £80,000 a year job. And yes. Not, and now I didn't like that. You've got to, you've got to f- go with the flow. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Lee Brillo, that's who I would have uh, put on the list. Who's Lee Brillo? Lee Brillo is no longer with us, I sadly. like his pads. He was the, uh, ah. yeah, I've, I've scoured the country for them. Oh, <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what this no, is? No, it wasn't spelt like that. It was, uh, he was the lead singer with Dr Feelgood. Oh. Now, oh. I'm not saying I was a, ma- a massive uh, yeah. Feelgood fan, although back in the night it's a truly great single, but he, he was the first man I saw who wore a suit and tie Mm. and look kind of cool with it, rather than just like an office worker. And that's had a major influence <laughs> on you nowadays. as well, I have now recently adopted the thing of always wearing a suit and tie, even for the most... Mon- if, if I'm just going out to write and then going home and having an early night in, I'll still wear the suit and tie. Wow. Every day. Mm. Partly because, as I've explained before, when you do a TV show and you, do, when you wear a suit, you get to keep it and the tie. So I've got, like, about 80 suits and 126 ties. <laughs> I might as well wear them. How many years have I got left? Have you recently done an inventory in your wardrobe? There's so something? many. It's 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 just like a suit and tie exhibition. My wardrobe. So I thought I'll just. Wow, that's good. So now I just wear that. I've taken the decision. Mm. One thing I'm, I, I I'd like to actually to get some readers' advice on this. How okay. long can you wear a suit before it needs dry cleaning? 
Oh. Forever, if you've got The fact that you're asking makes me feel a little bit illy. No, I don't mean suits. No, I... I mean a suit. Oh, just the one. Because the first time I decided I'm going to wear a suit and tie, the first suit I wore for six weeks. What? Now, is that too long before you get it cleaned? I think uh, it yes. <laughs> About five weeks too long. <laughs> I no. Was, bear in mind, I was wearing stuff underneath it. It wasn't that I Frankenstein monster that I talked about last week. Don't get me no, it was... Uh, you weren't doing... Can I just ask one question? I beseech you, please tell me that you weren't doing a maidly underneath. Oh, yeah, no, no, I was complete... I had, I, you know, I was very much uh, pants and shirt. But... Could, I would like the readers... I would like to I know would the like average. I would like to know. How long can you wear a suit before you have to get it cleaned? That was right. I'm saying no more than four times. Oh, get... What no do you way. think I am made of money? Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Well, we've had an extraordinary text in. I can't even bring myself to read it. Go um, on. Alan, do you want me to read it? Cockles, yes. you do the work. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a similar situation. I have a suit that needs dry cleaned, I think. I think it's on the cusp of needing it. Uh, but we've, we've finally got resolution on how long you can wear them. Uh, Frank, I wore the same suit every day for two years without getting it dry cleaned. (laughs) In fact, I've worked in an office for ten years and don't think I've had any suit dry cleaned. I I think that's it, we've done it. What, did they just dissolve in the end? Sounds like it, but I reckon I've got about another... Is that from uh, Pete Doherty? Eight and a half (laughs) years of my suit. I don't need it dry cleaned after all, it sounds like. That sounds fine. That sounds... How could you wear it every day for two years? But it's it's not coming into contact with any of the, well, what should we call them with any of the, the dirtier parts oh, of the body it's I'm going to give this that. guy the benefit of the doubt and assume that he changed his shirt and tie just for his colleagues to have something else to look at oh we never mentioned the shirt I mean I'm sure he changed his shirt yeah, but tie did start I bet he getting that horrible the the Charlie Sheen oh yeah the oh, Sheen. Yeah. you know the Charlie Sheen it gets on it where it gets very shiny doesn't it yeah, yeah. it does it does get shiny especially the black suits the trousers men men can the, the, you, there are some shops that sell you a suit with two pairs of trousers and one jacket, aren't there? Cause Is that right? Yeah. See, I've, I have thought about that. I've thought, well, the trousers are in more of a danger area. Maybe I could get them dry cleaned and, and then I'll keep the jacket until yeah. next time. Exactly, exactly <laughs> that. I, I didn't realise these... Because these, these, I only used to wear them for special occasion suits. Yeah. And now I'm thinking life is a special occasion. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you um, are very deep, sis. 537, I always thought that if former 90s England cricketer, spin bowler, Peter Such, wrote an autobiography, it should be called Such is Life. That's from Dave in Western Supermare. Well, there's still time for him to write one, aren't there? That is a good title. It's worth changing your name to Such. And we've yeah. also had an uh, update on the giving up foods. Uh, morning all, I couldn't live without peanut butter. Smooth or crunchy? Uh, I'll tell you why I asked that, because I used to be extremely pro-crunchy. And then I went to get crunchy one day, and I only had smooth, and I thought, well, I'll have to make do amend. Mm-hmm. I liked it better. I haven't gone back. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's thinking, oh, I don't eat crunchy, well, just take a leaf out of my book and have, have, have a go with smooth. Might even move on to, to uh, salty popcorn, Frank. Oh. Yes. I'm going to go to this. I'm going to take you to the cinema, and I'm going to give you a mixed bag. No, I don't like a mixed bag. I, to me, salty popcorn is people who are thinking, "Well, I'd like some popcorn, but it's, you know, it's a bit fattening with all that sugar, so I'll have salty, and that'll be a bit more healthy." <laughs> yeah. 
They haven't read that book, The Killer Salt. Oh, okay. Popcorn should be sweet. The hot, the, the salty popcorn is an aberration. You know it's the one that Bob Geldof um, stole off you, or you stole off him. Yeah, was that salty or sweet? That was. It was. It's certainly sweet until he touched it. <laughs> and I think he has a he has a fine layer of salt deposits over his own. But <laughs> he doesn't change his suit. No, I think he wears three or four at a time, <laughs> and then he just takes them off like a Russian doll. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. See, well, we haven't we haven't exactly had a lot of. Uh, we, I, I feel we've neglected the corner. We have. So we end the show with some email. The, corner. the email corner. I thought you meant the mother fruit corner, which I again do. I love. Well, this I, time I'll do uh, the Paul Robeson. Email corner. Nice. Just yeah. FYI, Ian Teddington or in Teddington. Re, how often to dry clean suits? I've decided eight days is the maximum. Eight days, yeah, I did six. He puts weeks. you two I think to I did shame. Five and a half weeks. But he then says, each day I arrive home, I have a tally chart to record how often each suit is worn. No, I have yeah. no idea why I dry clean after eight days. See, I'm not prepared to uh, have. I, I'm going to wear it until I think this needs cleaning, and then I'm going to wear yeah. the next one. Yeah. Oh, that'll smell nice. <laughs> well, only, what, at it, the point it actually stinks, you will decide <laughs> to stinks. clean your clothes. Stinks is a big word. I still it? think if you've got it's, 80 suits, Frank, you could wear them a couple of times each, put them back, 80? forget about them. I and can't then, believe you've got 80 suits. And then the well, next I'm time you wear it, it will feel clean. I've got 40. <laughs> but even if you had 40, I think you could wear them two times in a row, put them back and then forget and the next time it's like having a brand new suit. No, because you never wash what a suit is, again. I, what you. it is, I haven't really, I haven't done much filing on my suits <laughs> for a long time. So, what I'm, I'm wearing the suits and I'm thinking, yeah, I like this suit. I'll wear it then I'll get it dry clean it'll come back, I'm keeping it. I might wear a suit and think, you know, I'm not sure about this suit. Uh, when I finish wearing it, I'll just treat it like a disposable contact lens mm, and put it down idea. the toilet. That sounds... <laughs> You've got a massive toilet, though, haven't you? It's, well, it's easier I'll empty the pockets first. <laughs> well, Brett Jarrell I've says... I've got a shredder. I could the... shred suits I don't like. Brett Jarrell says, In the 80s, the guy in our office wore his suit so long without cleaning that we all used to sing behind his back, Shine on, you crazy diamonds. <laughs> Presumably because it was oh, all because shiny. because it was shiny. Yeah, I yeah. Bet, see, that would have been a traffic hazard in, in a, on a day like this with a, a low-lying sun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maximum four occasions to wear a suit, but standard three wears. That's what someone's saying. A guy I knew, uh, most of the times of this, that he lived in in halls of residence, a university, with a guy who had uh, very bad bo, mm-hmm. oh. and uh, he wrote pretending to be the guy. He wrote to um, odor eaters, asking if it was possible to make him a suit out of the odor eaters' material. Uh-huh. And they wrote back and said yeah, it was very difficult with seams and all that. And the guy was really upset. Yeah. He had no idea that he smelt. Oh. If you know anyone who smells, <laughs> <laughs> why not resolve now to tell them? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you're doing them a favour. OK, you might have lost a friend, but they've lost an odour. <laughs> OK, Frank, I think that'll do for my uh, sort of... I, I still haven't told you about my holiday to Sri Lanka. We can, can we do it next week? Well, I'm, that I'm going to still it. Be, uh, oh, it on. involves a CEO of okay. a major airline company. Right. Wow. It involves um, a Dalek and a, and a handsome pilot. As right. all good stories should. Mm. Yeah, that sounds fabulous. Mm. OK, I'll look forward to that. 
And you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.